and we're off like a herd of turtles. Season two. Here we are. Welcome. Covenant Community Kids, the podcast. I'm Jackie, in case you can't tell our voices apart. Good luck. I'm Genevieve. Um, We're very excited to be back. We needed a break just to, you know, take care of ourselves. Yeah. That's important. Absolutely. And I think this is going to be a really good season. Me too. I think we have done some organizing, some reflecting, Mm -hmm. and... Yeah. Yeah, and I can't believe, I mean, I can believe how well the last season went, but, like, the response that we got was not something that I was entirely prepared or expecting, prepared for or expecting, and, um, yeah, like, I was at the bar the other night, and somebody came up to me and was like, I listened to your podcast, (laughs) and that's not the first time it's happened. Probably won't be the last, and it's just, like, small town, Ypsilanti, Ann Arbor, you know, and it's... It's so cool to hear that people are listening and people are liking it and it's, like, helpful and, yeah, yeah, I'm just really grateful to everybody who came on last season and who reached out, who is, you know, uh, supporting us, everyone who's supporting us. Thank you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And very excited to keep it going. Hell yeah. Um, And, yeah, on that note, too, I think, like, the enthusiasm of people who have been listening is also been like okay we gotta keep doing this yeah. <laughs> so thank you for the motivation yeah. too um oh yeah yeah so today it's just me and jackie mm-hmm. and we're just gonna kind of reflect on where we're at now how things have changed because it's been like a year since we started this oh my gosh. um what we hope for in this season and also just yeah so jackie i know you like at the beginning of season one, you were mm-hmm. like, I really haven't thought about this that much. I yeah. really haven't processed oh any of this. <laughs> and you we were kind of like, cool, let's, let's do it learn. for the world. Yep. <laughs> um, so what has changed for you? What are mm-hmm. What is your perspective on growing up in community mm-hmm. um, now? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I listened to the first episode again this morning. It had been a while. I think I didn't listen to it since editing it. (laughs) Um, And I was thinking about what's the best way to describe community to someone who doesn't know about it at all. And the way that I've come up with for myself to do that, it might not be the most accurate, (laughs) but (laughs) it feels like more Pentecostal than anything. Yes. And so we had Catholicism, but then we also, community felt like Pentecostal. It felt so heavily rooted in, for myself, heavily rooted in um, spiritual warfare specifically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the idea that Satan is just as real as God Mm -hmm. and he must be battled. Yeah. And so that's that's where I that's what I attribute to community. And I didn't Oh no. <laughs> so that's uh, my dog Tuna breaking down the gate to try <laughs> to come say hi. 
and this is my life, so I apologize. She's the best doggo, though. She just wants love, and she deserves it. I know. It. She's only two. She'll grow yeah, And she's it. a pandemic Maybe. puppy, so... Yeah, extreme cool. attachment yeah. issues. <laughs> <laughs> They're the best. Anyway. Any who's a doozle noodles. So... Yeah, and I think the biggest thing I've learned from the last season and from talking with people is how entrenched in community I was without even really realizing it. And, yeah. like, the fact that I didn't realize that Huron Valley and Gabo Richard, the um, middle school and high school that I attended, were founded by community members. and. Yeah that so much of the uh, attention on spiritual warfare that I that was very prominent in those schools wouldn't have necessarily been there in a normal quote unquote Catholic high school. Right. So right. that is very uh, eye opening to be like, oh okay, that's that's more what what I attribute to community is the intense fear of yeah. Satan and of hell and of um, original sin, honestly, yeah. uh, a fear of yourself <laughs> in yeah. a weird way. Um, and so it's been really helpful for me to tease apart those two approaches to religion that we were experiencing side by side. Um, yeah. and, uh, yeah, I definitely feel like the... The fear that I mentioned in, I think, the first episode and, a, and another with, I think with Rena, I mentioned something about how I was told by community members that Satan could read my mind yeah. and um, <clears throat> to be very careful with my thoughts and how, like, kind of paranoid that made me of right. my own brain and that now I'm like, oh, okay, that, that's to me now I'm like, that was from community that wasn't from Catholicism and this is just my experience with yeah it. this isn't yeah, yeah. I'm not speaking for anybody else this is just you know um what I think of now when I think of community yeah yeah that makes sense yeah how about you has anything changed I mean um in your perspective of how we were raised yeah I think some some of it has to do with people friends of mine who are, like, listening to the podcast because they want to be a supportive friend. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Not because they, like, you know, are connected to it at all. Right. And some of the things they pick up on are really interesting to hear. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think of an example. It's just, I think, all of it. One one person was like, you know, it's hard, it's hard to follow sometimes because so there's so much language that's yeah. foreign to people outside and um that's interesting to me to have this whole like lexicon and idea of the world that I don't access anymore or that I don't it's like a, a lens that you know at, at some point I put down yeah and started building a new one but I can go back to that old one and put it on very easily yeah and see how other people mm. might think about like social justice issues and things like that like I think um, I have more empathy mm. now like there's a lot of stuff going on in the world that's scary um, mm -hmm. with like the Roe v. Wade stuff and the school shootings and all the and like the 
gun rights conversations from that and um, I think those of us who grew up the way we did and then left have the unique opportunity whether or not we choose to use it to see things from both sides absolutely and to really practice empathy there and like um, I don't know I think everyone is trying I think most people Mm -hmm. are trying to be good people to themselves and to others and there are huge disagreements obviously (laughs) about what that means and what that looks like but um, yeah I think like revisiting a lot of the memories and stuff has made me more empathetic actually Um, but then there's also like you know, I wanted to get into a little bit on this episode. There's a there's a lawsuit right now yep. um, that just came out against the Word of Life, which is the community we grew up in, mm-hmm. as well as um, some coordinators and people specifically named in the lawsuit. Yeah. Um, I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't know enough. And it just started. And so it just started. I'm sure but, we'll be updating. Yeah, but I do want to like put that out there. That totally. Like, that on one hand, really yes, I have empathy, but also things happened that are not okay and yeah. that you know yeah. need to be processed through the legal system and not just like, well, God will punish as God mm-hmm. sees fit. You know. No, that's not the solution. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's really, um, you just told me about that this morning, and it's, I'm still processing that, and, like, um, I'm curious and a little nervous about it, just to yeah. see what's going to happen, because I know that, like, in living in Ipsy and being around, like, I work in Ann Arbor a lot, it's, it's so interesting how many people around here are directly involved or know people who are involved and it I just um yeah I'm just curious about what kind of conversations are going to start happening locally as this unfolds right there was so there was a letter from the head coordinator Dave Hughes or I think he's like the regional coordinator or something and it was um the letter was made public so I think it's okay to you know it's not like I received it in the mail no (laughs) (laughs) um but we're not that in a loop. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, someone posted it to Facebook. So thank you to whoever posted it in the community group. Um, but basically saying he expects there to be a lot of press around it. Mm-hmm. And um, that the press will want to talk to members. And mm-hmm. that, you know, so I am curious about like, if this starts getting published in, on, like, MLive or the yeah, free press which I'm or sure whatever. Will. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, just kind of prepping myself a little bit for that. Yeah. I think of, like, people who know I grew up in this. Or I think it gives me this feeling of, like, wanting to tell people that mm-hmm. I'm connected, that I grew up in it. That I, Like, if I start seeing articles like that, there's this part of me that wants to be, like, yeah, I know, like, this is what I've been talking about. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is the thing that I've been telling you guys about. Yeah. Um, but there's another part of me that just doesn't want to see it or deal with it to, yeah. like, have that extra, yeah. like, um, attention on the community because it, I don't always want to talk about it. Or, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and a lot of it was not... Um, not all of 
it, but a lot of it was traumatizing in different ways, and like especially yeah. with these things that they're bringing to light, and it is. It is incredibly important that they do so. And it is. It and is it's so like, necessary, and I'm grateful for it. But it is going to be hard, and we're here for you. I'm 100% back whatever the survivors of this situation want to do. Yeah. Um, because it is not easy to come forward with allegations of abuse, specifically against people who people in your life are still close to or yeah. um, connected to. Yeah. So... Uh, good for you, and keep going. For you. And we're here for it if you need anything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and thank yeah. you. Yeah, and we're proud of you. Yeah. All, all, all of you. Yeah. Just you know. Yes. And Evie, I'm proud of you. Oh, thanks. I'm proud <laughs> of you too, Jackie. <laughs> thanks. No, for real. I was thinking about that as I was listening to it this morning, and. The first episode that we did, I was like, this is so vulnerable. And, like, yeah. the episodes that we did with everybody, we did ten episodes. Everybody was so vulnerable. And I just, yeah, I'm grateful for that because I think it's so important. And, like, it's not something that historically humans have been very good at. And I right. feel like it, it that, that gives me hope for the future is that like more people are telling their stories whatever mm-hmm. they are and mm-hmm. um, just owning their narratives and it's very very powerful to share those with people and you know I'm just um, yeah I'm just proud of everybody who's been on yeah and yeah uh, yeah I agree yeah so speaking of guests who have been on and stuff we for the second season are going to continue to have guests mm-hmm and we're very, very excited about that. Mm-hmm. We're hoping to, like you were saying, there's a lot of language yeah. in a community that's pretty specific. So we're hoping to kind of deep dive into more specific parts of community life so yeah. that we can really get into the nuances of experiences. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we'll be you know, talking very specifically about like prayer meetings Gifts yeah. of t- uh, gifts of the spirit, whether that be maybe we'll just do one episode on the gift of tongues, because man, that's a doozy. I was doozy. gonna say, yeah, yeah. We, like post it, put a question out there on social media, and we had so many awesome responses. Yeah, and a lot of people were like, "I don't want to be a guest, but there's this." So we, I think, we'll do an episode that might be just Jackie and I again, and like read some of those comments anonymously mm. or not. However, they, you know, people preferred it. Um, because speaking in tongues is, yeah, that got a lot of people talking. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Which was awesome. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean that, I would extend that to say if you feel like you have something to say, but maybe not an episode worth or like mm-hmm. you don't want to do an interview, that's totally cool. You can always email us and be like, hey, you can share this anonymously and we yeah. can do that. Yeah. And we'll read them and, um discuss them maybe a little bit and I think that would be a really cool way to just get even more stories more yeah. perspectives in on each episode yep we so. are gonna hopefully have someone on too who is like kind of a m- more expert in the history of community and yeah the sort of those sort of things so that we can uh <laughs> stop <coughs> <laughs> you know we don't know what we're doing um, hey no, guys, we know we're all learning. <laughs> yeah, we know what we're doing. We were not there at the beginning. Um, 
Yes. It's so, so broad. Good. It's so it's international. Every subset yeah. of community has their own little nuances and rules and expectations uh-huh. and weird quirks and not just city to city but family to family. So it's right. really like right. Yeah, it's it's so much to be uh, to know about. And um, yeah. What was your favorite did you have a favorite episode from last season? It's hard. It is Or, hard. like, a favorite moment. Favorite moment. I don't think so. I think it was all great. Yeah. Um, I just love doing it. I'm excited to get back into it. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to be done with school so that yeah. we can focus on it more. Woo-woo-woo. Evie um, is officially a master. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I think it's the first time in my life I'm just working like a Monday through Friday, nine to five. Yeah, just one thing. Quite strange. Um, yeah, so I have a lot more space for this now. But you're doing two Shakespeare shows, so. Yeah, I end a business <laughs> and a podcast. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, between the two of us, there will always be too much going on. But yeah. we'll figure it out. Yeah. Is there anything that you wish we had touched on more that you're excited to touch on more in this season? Mm. I'm excited to dive into smaller things more heavily. Like, getting into the nitty-gritty of certain experiences rather than trying to talk about the whole experience of community at once, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. It does, and I yeah. think it was still important that we did that. In oh, totally. One, just yeah. to kind of get it out there. Um, but yeah, I hear you like being a little more focused. Yeah, and yes, absolutely. It was like a very good base to lay down. Um, but yeah, I am, I am curious to hear more specific stories from people and also to like remember more of my own like I feel like doing the podcast uh I've started to remember things more and I'm like oh I forgot about that yeah that was pretty weird (laughs) that wasn't super normal and now all examples are leaving me but (laughs) I'm like what is something that I could exemplify this um, <laughs> sample five. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I liked it. Thank that you. was good. Uh, oh, yeah, I have one. Yeah. Um, when someone goes up to you and says, are you a Jones? Yeah. And then you go, yes, are you a Smith? Yep. Or whatever. <laughs> like, knowing each other. By, by last name, because yep. there are ten of you and you all look exactly the same, but you might not know exactly which one you're talking to, but you know the family they're from. Mm-hmm. Completely normal. Completely Happens to me normal. all the time. All the time. And twice last week, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it's not super normal. Like to be like are you, like to to do to yeah. have that experience. But within Ipsy and Ann Arbor, um, yeah, happens constantly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think that happens to most people. I don't think so. And I'm sure it happens to 
people in other states who are part of community or like yeah it was so cool for me one of my favorite moments from last season was talking to uh mark who's in scotland and just just having like that um that commonality with someone who is in a completely different country yeah was so fascinating and yeah um yeah, I'm just, I'm curious to hear <laughs> more of those little similarities totally. between community people wherever you are in the world. Like, yeah. we have, like, ten countries listening to this. Yeah. It's, it's wild. Let's, I'm actually going to see who is, because okay. I want to. Unless you're all using VPNs and tricking us. Shh. <laughs> you don't want um, to believe <laughs> Wait, no, we're international. Internationally known. Internationally known. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, we have listeners in the United States, the United Kingdom, Australia, Germany, Nicaragua, Ireland, Mexico, Hong Kong, Lebanon, Italy, Belgium, France, Puerto Rico, New Zealand, Canada, Serbia, Spain, Dominican Republic, Colombia, Sweden, Malaysia, and Taiwan. What up? <laughs> <laughs> like common experiences with all these people who we wouldn't have commonalities with normally. It's yeah. it's just it's fascinating and I, I'm I'm really liking it. Um even though it is like sometimes a hard thing yeah. to have in common, especially if you've had traumatic experiences in this yeah. group. Um it's um like we said at one point, like it's it's funny that we're building our own little community of community people. (laughs) Right, right. I think um, something I'd like to talk more about this season, too, is that I think we've touched on and resonates a lot with people when we do is the purity culture. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I am really enjoying and a little freaked out by how prevalent that conversation is Mm -hmm. in the wider world these mm-hmm. days like not just community but people who grew up in any sort of conservative group you yeah. know yeah. um the idea that women are subservient and that um we are responsible for men's behavior yeah is so pervasive and it's one of the hardest things for me to um to decode out of my brain yeah. <laughs> um yeah and I think that's true for a lot of people um and I'm sure it affects men too in different in a different way you know like oh, they yeah. feel I think sometimes like not responsible for their behavior mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah, that, like if a woman is wearing a certain thing she yeah, is then a temptress. uh temptress and we should be responsible for Oh, hi, Frida. Okay, well, we tried letting the dogs outside, and now they're um, scratching the patio door. So, you just can't win. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I am I am very, um, I definitely want to talk about that. That is something that is very, very important to me as well, and it is one of the hardest things for me to talk about, because, as I'm sure it is from a lot of women, yeah, it's, it's, um something that's been really hard for me to talk about but this is like 
a really good space to do so, I think. And I'm I'm excited to do that more. Yeah. Excited's a weird word, but Yeah. You know, um I just get angry. That's that's the thing that is hard. Mm. Yeah. Um, especially on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like you get all heated and Hey, what forget about I your mean, words and We don't need to be censoring yeah. our words. No, we don't. And um yeah, it's uh it's something also that is hard to differentiate between community and just the world. Um, right. But I think especially with, like you were saying, not just community folks, but people who are raised, um, you know, Mormon or Pentecostal or anything, really, just being a woman, <laughs> having female anatomy. Um, yeah. And, um, but there is a special brand of it, I think, in these conservative evangelical groups yeah and I think um, the reason it's in the world in the United States is because the United States is founded on Christian principles <laughs> I'm like extreme yeah. it's run by conservative and God men. we trust is on our money <laughs> yeah so I mean it's it's not a coincidence that it's within True. stronger True. within these little tiny groups but also in American culture as a whole because it's directly influencing American culture um, and responsible for American culture. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's a yeah. it's a big topic that we will take a little bites out of. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Man. Yeah. yeah. How are you? Um. So one thing that I would want to talk about on this, but I'm nervous too, because Ooh. we're, we try to be, <laughs> I try to be very like, let's see both sides, you know, yeah, let's yeah. not say one thing or another, but Roe v. Wade getting overturned mm -hmm. is like scaring me, like to a degree that I did not know mm -hmm. it was going to. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's something that I, I want to have space to talk about on yeah. here with with each other and I want yeah. I want it to feel safe even if people who listen don't necessarily feel that way like yeah yeah it's 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 um it's an important conversation so I think so too I hope that we can continue to have this be a place where we can share our perspectives regardless of whether or not someone agrees and something yeah. cool you were saying in the first episode was about how um papa would tell you when you were little like you if you you almost think like if if we just understood what you were saying then we yeah. would agree with you yeah but like I just at least want this to be a space where we can understand what each other are saying, even if we don't agree. Yeah. Just understand, yeah, yeah. you know? Totally. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I love that, and thank you for getting real nitty-gritty. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that that is a really cool thing I haven't necessarily thought about using this as space for, is, like, having those conversations between the extremes yeah. Um, but I think this is an extremely timely time <laughs> to 
do that. Um, so yeah, I'm cool with that. I think like cool. let's talk about it. Yeah, I do. You want to talk about it? Let's talk about let's it. Let's talk about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Man, this is a hard one. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to talk about. Um, I think I sort of try to just avoid the conversation a lot um, yeah. because it makes me really uncomfortable in a lot of, like, from so many directions. I think I don't even know what I think about it fully. Like, I know, but I don't know. You know, yeah. it's like I'm protecting myself from my own thoughts sometimes. Oh, totally. And yeah. So, you know, obviously grew up extremely pro-life. There are, like, yeah. pictures of me in pro-life t-shirts as a six-year-old. And, yeah. like, I remember protesting outside of Planned Parenthood. Like, yeah. I that was a very common that. thing in our circles. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, like, it's, it still is, you know. Yeah. And um, I remember we we did not agree, we being our family, I guess, with, like, using photos of abortions and things like yeah. that because that yeah. was too much. But definitely, like, speaking out against it was good. And it was the way we were raised, we were taught that it is murder of babies. There was even a point in my life when I started learning about, like, you know, because the way, especially being super Catholic, it was, like, no contraception, no fertility treatment, no nothing. Yeah. And when I started learning about IVF, the, like, way I learned about it was, well, they, they like, make five embryos or whatever and then they pick the most viable and put them in and the other embryos are were the focus of that you know like of that conversation like that those are just discarded and (laughs) I was like I'm gonna adopt a discarded embryo (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna have like a be a surrogate you know, and, like, grow it and Aww. raise it as my own because these poor embryos are being thrown away. You know, yeah, like, yeah. it was intense. Yeah. And that felt like a very, like, holy Noble. Thing. Yes. Yeah. 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 And even as I got older, like, even after I left a bunch of stuff behind, that issue was really hard for me. Um, you know, I had some friends who, like, I would talk to about being, like, I don't really know. I'm not, like, I would never have an abortion. Like, I couldn't do it. And, mm-hmm. and they would be like, well, how is this, like, the one thing that stuck? from <laughs> <laughs> The way you grew up is, like, this pro-lifeness. And I was like, I, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just did. Yeah. And, you know, now I feel differently. Um, it's tricky for me, I think, in some ways. Like, um just in terms of like for pregnancies that are further along but again now I understand that no woman is carrying a baby for seven months and then has an abortion because she changed her mind like that's not why it's happening late term you know people have health conditions their lives are in danger the baby's life is in danger like all these reasons and I don't think it's up to the government to like dictate that at all that's exactly it like I might have my own feelings about whether or not I would ever have one. Right. But that's also, I've never been in that position. So yeah. what do I know? Yeah. And it's pro choice. It's not yeah, pro exactly. abortion. It's, right. Yeah. You can't, you cannot make that decision for, for someone else and for someone's body. And like, yeah. 
growing a human being inside your body and birthing it outside of your vagina is a very can be traumatic experience it's something that i have intense fear about like you can't force that on a human you can't and yeah Yeah. same for me i don't know if i ever would or not yeah but i've never been in that position yeah and yeah it's but I also was like, same thing. So yeah. pro-life, like, I wrote a paper at a community college. I went to Washtenaw Community College for one semester after high school. And we had to write, like, an argumentative paper and present it. And I oh, did man. mine on abortion, and I was in a pro-life stance wow. and had conversations. But I have always been, because of, I think, our parents, like... yeah they weren't so extreme like you said that they were using like graphic photos and stuff they were they and it is the thing if you believe that that is a baby yeah that's that's a that's a that would feel like murder like and so it it is a a kind of discussion the paper that I wrote like I tried to have like dialogue about it at least Mm -hmm. and I I think I mentioned this in one of the episodes actually and yeah, it was, like, a, a couple people, and I got really into it, and we both kind of ended it as, like, okay, like, I understand you, don't agree. And it yeah. was wonderful. Yeah, And, totally. like, just totally. had the conversation. More of that. Yeah. Yeah. But now I'm on, like, the other side of it, and it's yeah. so yeah. strange. But, yeah, it's also, like, well, I've been on both sides, so how can I be mad at the other side? I'm not. Yeah. I'm just, like, yeah. hurt, and I don't yeah. know how to... <laughs> It makes it so hard to be, like, an activist because... Yeah! <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> I'm like, yes, I want to fight for this thing. I believe that it is wrong that they're trying to overturn this. I think it's especially terrifying to me that one of the Supreme Court justices influencing this decision <sighs> is a covenant community yes. member. Like, of course she is. You know, yes. like, this, that is just full circle. That actually is if we're looking for a reason why this was relevant to our podcast, there you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> Nicole McGarrett. Yeah. So it's just like, it, but yeah, I, at the same time, I know the mindset is that it's killing babies. Yeah. And you just can't, if they And if they believe that, like, you can't talk around no, it. No, like if you, yeah. if you haven't been scientifically talked out of that, then eh. I don't know. Yeah. Like, then it just comes down to, like, okay, well, I don't know if trying to change anybody's mind should be my goal. Like, I think legislative action is what matters, and the legislators are the ones who um, actually have all the power in this. It's not the people screaming on the streets, and they can influence legislators, but I think, I don't know, can they? It's also, yeah. <laughs> I'm so hopeless about, yeah, like, how to, I don't know, maybe I just need to be a senator. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you it's need like, to go into politics. Right, it's <laughs> yeah. just, it's so, it feels so fucked. Yeah, it does. It sure Pardon does. my French. It just, like, I don't know what makes the difference anymore. Yeah. But I do think there needs to be more of the empathy and compassion yep. and understanding because on both sides, vitriol is getting us nowhere. Yep. It's like it's, we're all in these echo chambers, and 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never changed my mind because someone yelled at me and insulted me. Yeah. That's not. That's certainly not the way to do it. If if changing minds is what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it does feel hopeless and hard, and but I think what we're doing here is all that we can do <laughs> and like be there for each other yeah. and talk about it and um yeah just um try to try to get through it I yes guess. yeah yeah I agree. yeah mm-hmm. well thank you for um having that tough conversation yeah thank it's, you for opening it yeah I think that's a good example of what this podcast is here for yeah all a balance you know we make weird little jokes and then we talk about abortion (laughs) (laughs) Uh, speaking of jokes yeah um, our niece maddie yeah just to lighten the mood a bit yes oh are you gonna tell her new joke i am gonna tell her new joke it's so good it's so good oh my god so our niece maddie is six and she's a genius yeah she's a comedic genius Mm -hmm. Apparently, the other day, the other week, she shot up in bed at, like, 6 in the morning. I was like, Mom, I have a joke. What, what, okay, you're going to have to help me out with the wording here. What kind of plant grows a movie? What, what seed? What seed grows a movie? What, what seed? (laughs) Yeah, it's like, what seed do you plant that grows a movie? A CD. <laughs> <laughs> like, first thought in the morning. I just... Oh, my God. Uh, it's so good. Amazing. It's really cute. I love it. <laughs> a CD. A CD. I don't know if we'll keep that in there, but... I think we should. I think we should. I don't know. Maybe. Let's say... Okay, so, you know, heavy stuff, hard stuff. Um, it is also Memorial Day weekend, so I do want to shout out... Yeah. Our bro, Tony, um, who was a veteran and passed away in 2013. Um, you know, just trying to keep it real light and yeah. happy over here. Oh my gosh. You know, all day, every day. <laughs> That's really what we're about. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I think it feels good to just acknowledge that. Absolutely, it does. Yeah. And... Thank you to all the veterans out there. Yeah, if you're feeling a little extra griefy this weekend, we feel ya. Yeah, it's hard that it's like such a party weekend. Yeah, it is very strange. Also, griefy. It's super strange. Yeah, and it's also one of those where like I always try to go to the cemetery on Memorial Day. Yeah, but there are people who go and just like Tony has a Marine flag thing on his headstone. Yeah, and. I love that people go and find those headstones and leave things. Like, love it. I think it's really nice. Mm-hmm. But it's also weird <laughs> to go and have, like, so many people there. and Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's strange. It is strange. I feel like I've only recently been going there again. And every time mm-hmm. I've gone there, have been people there. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> but there was the le- one of the last times I went there, um... I don't know who this was. I want to know. Oh, Someone yeah. left a beer in Oberon on, on his gravestone. So and nice. it was there for a while, and I was like, okay, I haven't been there in a while. Like, 
He's not drinking it. He's not drinking it. <laughs> I better go steal that. So I got to go sit and have a beer with him. And that yeah, was, that's that really was really, nice. really special. Was it so warm? It actually was not. It oh. was like, it had rained the day before, so it was kind of chilled. Oh, that's awesome. It was really nice. Yeah, there was a little family having a nice cemetery stroll. Okay. And they just got to see me, and I wonder what they thought. You know? What kind of Netflix series did they create about me in their head? (laughs) Oh, wait until they find out your mom is buried two grades Right next to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good times. That humor. Yeah. Um, well... I am really looking forward to talking to more people and to talking to you more, Jackie, because um, I really enjoyed the conversation we just had. Me too. Me too. (laughs) And I think, like, I was sort of feeling like, we've talked so much about growing up in community, it's hard to be like, what else is there? Mm -hmm. But, yeah, what it is is the ways that the thinking still affects us today. Oh my gosh, yeah. And the way it affects what we think about today. And um, Roe v. Wade is an excellent example of that. Yeah. I I went to an open mic recently and I was just chatting with people about it, or about like life and stuff beforehand, and the podcast came up because someone was asking, like, oh, how do you make a podcast? Is it easy? Da, da, da. And so yeah. I was like, meh, I have one. It's, you know, we threw it together. It's yeah. Kinda, you know, we make it work. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I mentioned what it was about and stuff. And then this guy who hadn't been talking much, like, popped his head out of the corner and was like, I was raised Mormon. This shit does not leave. He yeah. was in his 60s. And he wow. was like, he was saying exactly what you just said. Being raised in a way where your thought patterns are being very intentionally shaped does not leave. No. And you can work on it, you can change, you can grow, but that base foundation of your child brain is going to be there. Yeah. (laughs) And it works like the same way that our biases work, I think, where it's like your, your reflex initial thought is not you're not wrong for having it it's, it's not going to be your opinion there. necessarily right it's, it's just there but it's like it's also okay like it yeah you can't judge yourself on that yeah it's like your second thought yeah. of like oh i don't think that anymore yeah or like mm, but i know checking that's not true. of it yeah. yeah it's those like you have the reflex yeah and yeah. then you have the intentional thought and I remember when one of my therapists told me that it blew my mind and I was like I'm not a bad person oh my god (laughs) it's the second thought (laughs) yeah yeah Malcolm Gladwell yep um but yeah I so I that's the way I think of a lot of our upbringing is like biases Mm -hmm. that's kind of how they work yeah well um yeah, thank you guys again for listening, and we're super excited for our second season, yes. and um, keep following us on Instagram. Um, you can listen to us pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts now, I think. And rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe, please. That actually does help it push. It does. Um, it also helps if you download episodes. Um, mm. That helps a lot, especially on Spotify. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, um, yeah. And tell your friends. Yeah, tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Tell your enemies. We love enemies. (laughs) We love all perspectives. (laughs) Everyone is welcome. Everyone is welcome here. All right. Well, um, take it sleazy. 
have a good summer. Do something nice for yourself. Yeah, please. And um, if you're feeling shitty, do something nice for somebody else. That helps. See you later. Bye!